0: This is Significant Other, a show about relationships hosted by Alicia and Rich. They're married people whose first declaration of love was Alicia saying to Rich, you don't shit me. That's Hallmark
1: quality right there. I think it's modern Hallmark quality.
2: It's the modern world. You do not shit me.
1: I love you. You don't shit me. Yeah. I think I said you don't shit me before I said I love you.
2: Ooh, that's a good one. I think, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Welcome to Significant Other. I am Alicia.
2: And I am the husband. Richard. Yes.
1: We are Australians living in London. Rich is an architect. Yes. I'm a jack of all trades. Yes. I, don't, I really struggle actually answering the question, and I think I changed the answer as to, and what do you do? I, I change that answer so often. Not because I'm lying. I don't want people to think like I'm <laughs> some sort of...
2: <laughs> a bad international spy. Yeah, like
1: a catch me if you can, but a loo- like a really loose... Like a
2: loser one. Loser one. Yeah.
1: That doesn't have any sort of for- forging skills.
2: I don't know. I think you might have some.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'd be really good at that. I yeah. have said a few times in our relationship, if I could be a criminal, a career criminal, and get away with it without hurting people, like an old school bank robber,
2: Yeah, I mean, you still, you you do glamorise that sort of criminal life, which Mm. I'm not super happy about.
1: I was working near Hatton Garden, which was the jewellery area of London. It's where the, you go and the go. Diamond hut. You want to go get cheap jewelry. Actually, it's not cheap. It's,
0: <laughs>
1: but it's where you go and see predominantly your Jewish jewelry dealers to get yep. good deals potentially on diamonds. Yeah, and I was working in uh, to doing some production. Who cares? Uh, a couple of streets away from where London's biggest jewelry heist happened.
2: Yeah, and your whereabouts over that Easter weekend is still <laughs> unknown.
1: So, basically, it, they were locked boxes. Is that what you call them? Yeah, Security. like locked box, yeah. Locked boxes. Where people, safety deposit safety boxes. Safety deposit boxes. Where you would see people go in, like in movies, they'd go and go, I need to go and get all my jewels out of it. And some old guys, we find out now, some old geezers, robbed the place over Easter weekend. Mm. Quite cleverly, initially. Because <laughs> um, they did get caught. So They did get caught, so... They lose points. But they, did, they robbed the place... And I thought it was thrilling.
2: You loved it and you wanted to be part of their gang and you wanted to do it and you wanted to be in on it. And I said, that is awful.
1: Yeah, it is awful. And I'm not saying what they did was right. No. Because people were hurt. People yes, lo- people lost their money. Yeah, they lost their money. But they should have got insurance. But, <laughs> but it was just... I was just... I think it's the old school crime that I find fascinating.
2: The, the suave, dapper mm. criminal.
1: But then when I saw the photos of these guys. They were not dapper. <laughs> they were just like the old guys you see at pubs that sit that have regular seats. Down like, their
2: local boozer.
1: Like, What's going on with you? You know, those sort of guys. And they weren't, they weren't wearing suits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were not. So you sort of glamorise a white collar criminal.
1: Yeah, which is yeah, really bad. It's bad. Yeah, but what I loved about that crime, I promise this has a point. What I loved, i done actually. What I loved about that crime was, yeah, it's not a victimless crime, correct?
2: Correct, thank you.
1: However, they climbed down, even though they were old. They climbed down a lift shaft. They used a special cutter to cut into the thing. I mean, it was like Ocean's Eleven. It was, yeah, in London. But then they stupidly got caught. <laughs> and I, the next day I'm like well I hope they're in a van going across the English no. Channel selling to international jewellery dealers I mean they didn't do any of that shit they, no. they buried it in one of their backyards for one <laughs> idiots and they also put it in, they went to a I did like this they went to a cemetery and then buried it under a oh, headstone which um, I was like okay five points
2: alright okay five points but minus ten for getting caught.
1: Correct. So, career criminal, like I still feel like I there's a little bit in me. I'm an honest person, don't get me wrong. People would have heard my other podcast, Bride Chiller podcast. Mm. I would they would know that I am a professional big mouth. I say what I think. Yeah. Very rarely would I be telling a lie.
2: Yeah. Very rarely would you rip off people.
1: Yeah, that's not really in. I would feel too guilty. But then a corporation. I like the idea of just stealing a couple cents Money a day from, from the man. <laughs>
2: well, if, if there are any uh, detectives yeah. <laughs> listening, uh, just get in touch.
1: I also had visions when I was like in my early twenties of strapping my breasts down and robbing a bank and making it look strapping like a
2: man. Strapping your breasts down. <laughs> Very specific.
1: Well, no one thinks about girls robbing banks.
2: That is true.
1: So I'm like, if I strapped it down like a small Japanese woman.
2: A <laughs> small Japanese? You don't look like a small Japanese woman. I'm
1: saying I would look like a Japanese woman. I'm right. just saying that isn't there some breast strapping going on in Japan?
2: Oh, I really don't know about this.
1: <laughs> and there are, um, there are machines where you can buy used panties. Uh, but anyway. You
2: have such a strange opinion of Japan.
1: I love Japan so much. It's one of my favorite places. Anything goes in Japan. But you strap your boobs down. And I'd maybe wear it like a wig or a cap. Yeah. And I'd learn how to walk like a man. And...
2: <laughs> you really thought this through. Yeah. Would you take a fake phone call and go, yeah, it's Barry here?
1: Well, the voice might give it away.
2: Right. So you just wouldn't talk.
1: No, I'd hold a sign up. Okay. And I wouldn't use a weapon. I know robbing a bank is really on. traumatic. Hang who, on. Who would
2: write this sign?
1: Or I'd print it out off Microsoft Word.
2: Okay, because your handwriting, you know, those love hearts you do over the eye are a bit of a giveaway.
1: And you'd have to be careful. You'd have to think it through. But I'm not, like, robbing a bank is traumatic for the poor bank tellers, so maybe this isn't the thing.
2: No, but you you could watch that movie with uh, Gina Davis, the one where the clowns...
1: Oh, I love that movie.
2: Rob the bank? Let's pause and look that
1: up. Hang on, we'll pause. All right, we just took a brief as the Germans would say, Quarze Pause." pause Pause. Small break. To look it up and it was called Quick Change. Quick
2: Change and they pretended to be hostages who were released and that's how they got away.
1: Yeah, it's fucking genius. Amazing. Have we just given away the whole no, movie? No, that was
2: right at the start of the movie. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So you got also, the whole rest of the movie to enjoy.
1: Dog Day Afternoon. I mean, we like Oh, it. great movie. Oh, God. God, great I love movie. that movie. Mm. Also quite sad. Mm. Anyway, how did we get on to that?
2: No. Oh, you want to be a criminal.
1: There was surely a point. <laughs> There was surely a point. Today's episode, well, I suppose today's episode, this is a good theme, is all about changing your partner yes, or making changes Quick to yourself. Quick change,
2: slow change. Quick
1: change, slow change. What would you change about me if you were to have some sort of magic wand that could say, I'm going to change you?
2: Probably your love of small dogs.
1: No, that's stupid. <laughs> Why is that a thing? Like, how does that affect? Oh, we don't have a small dog. No, we
2: don't dog. have a small dog, but you're constantly banging on about getting a Chihuahua or a...
1: I don't want one anymore. I've moved on.
2: What are those one like...
1: Dash Hound. Not...
2: A no, sausage a, dog. No, fine. Pomeranian?
1: Oh, they're just insane. They look like they're, <laughs> like, if you want to talk about career criminals, those dogs look like they're rabid and they're fun. And you could make them an internet dog and make a lot of money out of them.
2: Fine, all right.
1: Think fine. about it. Surely there's something else you change about me. Uh, Last episode, you described me as only a 9 out of 10. That's of incorrect.
2: 10 10. I said 10.
1: That's true. Well, Double figures. eventually you said 10.
2: No, I first said 10, so that's fine. I'll take my first answer, 10. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen. You yeah. can hear the evidence. Mm.
1: Yeah. I would question that. <laughs> I think it's really interesting to think about when you hook up with someone and you first start a relationship you overlook some of their faults. If you're really into someone, it's easy to look past things that later on really annoy you or will wear you down.
2: Right, yep.
1: And I'm not just saying about you.
2: <laughs> Is this leading somewhere? Is this the, the an last episode of the Significant Other?
1: No, I think you... <laughs> Very brief season, two episodes, (laughs) divorce. No, I think there's an element of when you fall in love with someone that you can say, oh, I can put up with, you know, he gets up at 4 a.m. to do weights, and this is not you, obviously.
2: Uh, (laughs) Whoa, hang on. Why why obviously?
1: Well, that's not you, and that's fine. You do your exercise (laughs) at night. That wasn't a deal. But I'm saying that some people have habits that when you Hook up with them, and you become you get into that infatuation zone mm. before love, maybe. But you're like, oh, that's fine. And then maybe I don't know, two or three months down the track, there are things that develop that you're like, I'm going to change that. Oof. I could potentially change you. Mm. So that really interests me, and I know that you can't. Well, you can change. You can you can develop habits as a couple as well.
2: Certainly, sure. I, mean, yes. I
1: don't think it's healthy. I'm not saying it's healthy to go into a relationship and say, okay, Jonathan is really nice except for these four I just points. need to fix these things. Yeah. And I think then you're a bit fucked. If you yeah, go into that absolutely. sort of situation where you go, okay, Jonathan's great, but let's just work through a couple of these major changes to his personality. Now, about the
2: shirt you like to wear.
1: But it's not even like clothes. Fine. Clothes, as you will hear when we talk to Dr. Lindsay Beer. Clothes, I suppose, is something you can say to someone in a discreet way without being a total asshole.
2: Your button's about to pop off. Go one size up, buddy.
1: Exactly. And we have, for a future episode, we've been talking to people on Vox Pops about uh, how you talk to your partner if potentially after you get settled and your partner puts on a lot of weight or your partner starts to stink or, (laughs) I don't know, has major physical changes that you might not find as attractive or you're struggling with how you communicate that and if you should communicate that. So that's another conversation to have. But it really interests me, this idea that some people do go into relationships with saying, okay, this guy or girl's not perfect.
2: But if I could just do this, they would be
1: I think, what is, I mean, are we going to talk a little bit with Lindsay, mm. Dr. Lindsay Behrer, our resident psychologist? Gosh, that makes us sound fancy.
2: It really does, yeah.
1: It's like we, you know.
2: It's like we're proper.
1: Mm. Should we talk about deal breakers and yeah. how we go into relationships with expectations? And we do talk about in the interview what some of our deal breakers are.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I suppose
1: we won't bother them with them now. But one of the things we have had discussions about recently is Botox.
2: We've had many discussions about Botox over many years.
1: So here's my thoughts on this. That I currently don't feel like Botox is something I need to put in my face. Yeah. But in the future, I may wish to put Botox in my face. Now, some listeners... I know already, would be going, Alicia, are you crazy?
2: You're a 10.
1: Mm. Or, oh, Alicia, you're so free thinking, and, you know, it doesn't seem like something you would want to do. However, I'm not saying I do want to do it, but I, as a human being with free will, would like the opportunity to do it if I want to do it. Okay. You have different thoughts.
2: No, I think it's a slippery slope. Into what? Into all sorts.
1: It's like when my dad's like, if you smoke marijuana, you're going to become a heroin addict the it's next day. It's a gateway day. drug. It's a gateway drug. You're basically going to become a junkie. <laughs> That's not true. Not for everyone.
2: Not for everyone, no.
1: So you think I got? A, if I had a couple of crows Yeah, spe- you do
2: a little bit and then you get oh, a year or two, oh, I'll do a bit more, oh, a bit more, a bit more. And then, you know, five years later, who are you anymore? I don't know you. And you can't smile.
1: Mm. I mean, I know with being a performer, you want to be able to use expressions. Your
2: face is your livelihood.
1: Well, now I'm podcasting.
2: N- now you can be horribly disfigured and <laughs> no one would ever
1: know. <laughs> I, I haven't even got pants on. Like literally. <laughs> not, I mean, I've got undies on. But it's a hot day here. Yep. And I'm just sitting in my underwear. And you can do that. This is not like a sex line. I don't, there's nothing really sexy about one of What are you I'm, wearing? I'm wearing... A sports bra. I literally am wearing (laughs) a sports bra and a singlet and some of those pants that keeps your ass in. Certainly not. I don't do the G-strings anymore. Yuck. Um, (laughs) I mean, yuck for me. No one needs to see my booty hanging out. Look, I feel really torn and from looking at my feminist perspective and principles is that one side of feminism would say you should just get old and look Whatever you want to look like, yep. but the other part says you you have the freedom to do whatever you want, and I feel torn. Not because I'm going to go and do this, but that you feel so strongly about this, mm. it really has, <laughs> like it, it makes me feel concerned. I'm not angry, but I'm just disappointed. Oh, I hate that. Did your um, parents did they say that? No, gosh, no. My dad did. Yeah, yeah. Very rarely have I had that, but that dis- I'm just disappointed in you. It's like, oh fuck off, <laughs> fuck off with your disappointment. It really hurts me. Mm. So anyway, the Botox stuff is interesting. I also work, you know, I, my day job is in television. I've seen a lot of the people you're talking about. The exactly. slippery slope. Yep. But I also think, as someone who I
2: can stop any time.
1: Yeah, but I also think as someone who respects me that you would respect my idea that I wouldn't be going into some sort of tits and teeth freakdom.
2: Sure, but I'd much prefer if you didn't feel you had to.
1: Mm. It's a very competitive world out there. Yeah. I really look after myself. You do. I try and maintain good eating.
2: Yep, good eating, good exercising, good sleeping.
1: Yep. Yep and I use this SPF, I always say it. I'm a, you do
2: always say it. Well, I'm a SPF big fan. 30.
1: There's no, There's all this bullshit out there about the idea that you can use some magic cream. Well, aging is the sun, and it's using your face. And at the moment, I'm using my face every day, and I do wear out in the sun, and I like the sun, but I'm also very clever in covering up. Yes. So I think the magic thing is just to wear an SPF. However, this is not a beauty show. We... Have been asking people over the last, I don't know, month or so about Botox and their feelings about their partners getting Botox. We've just basically asked a lot of blokes, guys, their opinions.
2: Mm. Let's hear what the uh, general public Mm.
1: has
2: to say on this. All right,
1: let's do it. If your girlfriend came to you and said, I would like to get some Botox, thoughts?
2: She'd be single interesting because yeah i would prefer to like her face
1: okay so to
0: begin with you know to be a fan of her own face yeah
1: but what if she said not very happy with what i've got i'd like to make some tweaks tweaks updates
2: i mean i i just strongly discourage it i i really would she's she's fine she's great
0: actually
1: <laughs> upgrade that
0: I, 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 you know, I chose her out of all the other ones. So I like that face. I don't want, I don't want her to change that face. Is that, is that, isn't that like an inherent part of, of going out with somebody? Yeah. That
2: you, you pick that face. Big big no-no for me. All, right, all about natural beauty.
1: What yeah. about in 20 years' time? No,
2: nah, nah, nah. Love runs deeper than, than the visual wrinkles. appearance. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I think we live in a generation where the visual element of a relationship is way overvalued. Well, in the whole of society I think we're very like materialistic and uh, I don't think we well what's the phrase we the value of, no, the cost of everything and the value of nothing. Was it said that? Yeah. it's um, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, cool, I think cool. that's like sums up how we are in life and relationships. So yeah, pretty against the work personally. Quite strongly thumbs down. I think all it is is a temporary solution. You might be better for a bit but then it's going to go down worse
1: unless you keep it going.
2: But isn't it poison that you're injecting into your face?
1: Sure, but we. It's poison every day, isn't it? Something's poisoning our bodies.
2: But also just be old, be wrinkly.
1: So if Harry had some Botox behind your back.
2: I would judge her negatively.
1: Would you say that? Would you go, I'm not happy? Or what, what? No, like.
2: I mean, I would get over it. I wouldn't be that. I'd probably move on after like five minutes. But origi- I'd be like, hmm, that's a bit. I don't agree. <laughs> I think things like like lip jobs and facelifts and stuff, I think. It's a bit like the uh, social media, where do you draw the line? Because once you make one change, you want to keep sort of pushing and then it just looks, it just all goes wrong. (laughs) uh,
0: It's something as you get when you're older, when you're getting a bit wrinkly,
1: whereas now things like lip fillers, it's becoming more of a a fashion statement like one person gets one and then the next person does it's almost going at lunchtime and get it done look totally different they look ridiculous and it stays that way then they get addicted and then it gets worse and it is like when do you draw the line
2: famous girls from like taui and made in chelsea have have work done they all look the same though they all look the same because they all have the same uh, surgeon or something and all their lips and eyes and noses they look like the same person so that's
1: where everyone gets their encouragement from, the social media and TV shows. It's weird.
2: Yes, very strange, very strange. I, 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 really don't I don't right. agree,
1: I don't agree. Like my mum occasionally gets Botox on her forehead, and she likes it, but it's every six months, so I, I will probably get something like that. But for now, it's a complete waste of money.
2: I'm down with grey pubes, no Botox, and ageing.
1: So Harry just said it, grey pubes, because I've just found a couple of grey pubes. You haven't seen them. <laughs> I haven't shown everyone but I did I was doing some trimming and I found them. So it was interesting having those discussions with again, we talked there were some guys that you can hear in a cafe, we don't know them. I no. literally just took out the microphone and went, let's go for it. A couple of them were our friends who you will hear a few more times. Yes. We've been asking them lots of
0: crazy questions. <laughs>
1: And I do notice that the guys, you were all around watching football, soccer. Yeah. yeah. No one fucking turned the TV down. No. I could hear the soccer (laughs) in the background. Oh, my God.
2: It was a a really important game.
1: It was an England game.
2: Was it? I can't remember. Oh,
1: who cares. So interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, a lot of guys feel very happy to say, oh, I would want her to not have it. Yeah. But then I also feel like, ask that guy in 20 years' time when his bird's not looking as good as she used to, then he'd probably have a different thing to say.
2: All right, well...
1: well I mean, I'm not saying... Let's go and you, find some. Do you understand what I'm saying? Though? I
2: do understand what you're saying. But there are
1: expectations there that we're in our 30s now that aren't necessarily happening... Because we still look good and our skin is elastic and it's all happening, but there's a pressure there that you hit 40 or 45 or 50 or whatever, and if things haven't been, if the gravitational pull, the forces, aren't as generous as some to other people, uh, as as other people, then we might not look as good. So it's like, well, where do, where does our where does it all lie?
2: I think uh, as one of our contributors said, love runs deeper than that. And I also think, as we will hear in an upcoming episode, I think women are far more obsessed with their looks and appearance than men are with women's looks and appearances.
1: I agree. And I think that is, again, exactly what one of the guys said, this idea of social media being that we should all look a certain way and everything's fucking filtered and we've got this idea that we should We
2: are not filtered right now.
1: (laughs) We are certainly (laughs) not filtered.
2: (laughs) You do not filter anything.
1: Well, why, why?
2: Why would you, exactly?
1: I remember when I met your parents. Because it's
2: your character. It's your personality.
1: Well, I just think we're given quite a limited time to be around. Yeah. And why would you go through life with a facade of trying to filter yourself all the time? Now, I'm not saying I'm a total big mouth all the time. I know when to just shut it. <laughs> I've gotten this far knowing when to shut it. But I also think that if you go around... Thinking one thing all the time and not saying what you think in a nice... I'm not saying you have to be a jerk. And I think when I talk about Bride Chiller, my whole foundation of that podcast is saying, find your voice.
2: Yeah. And it's not an excuse to be a jerk. Oh, I'm just saying what I think.
1: Oh, no, I hate those people. It's like, just tell it like it is because I'm a fucking asshole. You know? (laughs) There are people out there that you're like, no. But I do think if you censor yourself and you aren't honest with people, then... What's the point? Yeah. But honesty is different from being a jerk. It's a fine line for a lot of people. But it's mm. also how you say things. Again, talking about, you know, talking to your partner about your looks and how you feel about yourself is a really hard conversation.
2: Yeah, it's not easy.
1: And especially if you aren't as confident with your body or your looks and you are surrounded by social media and we're surrounded by beautiful people quotes air quotes which no one can see it's it's <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll film them put them up on the website yeah later. yeah
1: we'll snapchat them yeah but you know it's this idea that we can't why should the pressure is not necessarily just it's not a fake pressure i think a lot of people feel it every day and don't have any outlet for it and maybe going and having a bit of botox in their lunch break is is an is an outlet i don't know
2: mm. well should we go to a break and hear from Dr. Lindsay Beer yeah. afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah.
0: <gasps> Laughing, compromising, flirting, cleaning, talking, crying, traveling, fighting, smiling. This is Significant Other, a show about relationships hosted by Alicia and Rich. Making plans, yelling, supporting, texting, in joking, family meeting, marrying, breaking up, whispering, making
1: This guy I'm dating owns a tanning salon, but he won't let me tan for free, but he lets girls that he's friends with tan for free, so I go to this other tanning salon down the street to try not to make it a thing, but you know how there's no secrets in the tanning salon community, so what should I do? Oh boy, well, whatever that just
0: was, it's a deal breaker, because this guy's making you talk like a crazy person. You have sexually transmitted crazy mouths. Deal breaker.
2: My fiance and I keep arguing about our wedding plans and- Nope,
0: your fiance is gay. Look at him, look at you. Classic case of fruit blindness. Fruit blindness! S- sir, have you ever kissed a gentleman? Uh,
2: one time in college. Yeah. And a lot since then.
0: Right. Right. My boyfriend has been acting really weird ever since he got promoted at his job. Yeah, he thinks he deserves a VJJ upgrade. He doesn't. He's not Tom Brady. Shut it down. Deal breaker. Yes, yes. Yeah, there's no such thing as bisexual. That's just something they invented in the 90s to sell hair products. Deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Only one snake in the bed, deal breaker. Yes. I think you guys are going to make it.
1: <laughs> when you get into relationships, Dr. Lindsay Bureau, welcome to the Thank show, you. by the way. What is it about this sort of intrinsic feeling we have to change the other person? And it starts, I don't know, here's an example Rich doesn't really like vegetables. And I love vegetables. And to me, I'm like, what an idiot. Why would you not want to eat? Sorry, I know you're right here. (laughs)
2: I'm right here.
1: But you go, why would you not want to eat vegetables? They're so good for you. I'm struggling to figure out how I will enjoy cooking in this relationship. So I went about subconsciously and probably outright trying to make him eat vegetables. What is it about us that makes us think, it's our right and our privilege to try and change. Oh, that's a, a great
0: question, and I think what we need to consider is what are we trying to change about them. So, my question: Did does Rich like vegetables more now? <laughs> did it
2: work? Ooh, I, I I tolerate them from time to time. <laughs>
1: you know, I, I have. to, It's like, and this is terrible. Sometimes all our friends know about Rich's vegetable stuff. And sometimes they will ask questions like, "If we go to dinner, they'll go." Now we know that Rich doesn't like blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like a mum, and I swoop in and go, "Oh no, he eats spinach <laughs> now," or
2: he has carrots every he now eats and then. Carrots
1: and sweet potato, and it's like he's and he'll sometimes go, "I'm just right here. I'm not for." <laughs> but it, I, it's like I've become this weird vegetable martyr in our friendship group, going no. I've got him to eat sweet potato. It's fine. <laughs> so it's sort of, that's a bad thing, I would have to say. But it you've he, he, improved
0: greatly. I've improved. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I think that whenever we make a union with somebody, we're unioning, is that a verb? Unioning, because we have a lot of similarities like and we mesh really well. But along, that, along with that comes a lot of differences. So, you know, when we have differences, it can lead to difficulties and disagreements. So we want to, I think we have a drive to match things as much as we can especially if there's something that's important to us and something that we have a part of our everyday life so if you really like to eat vegetables it is going to be an issue if, if rich isn't eating any of them i almost said he and then i thought wait he's right here <laughs> he says, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> so rich eats some carrots and spinach and and you've probably widened his world of vegetables which is really great and the reason behind that one it's healthy so I think that's a healthy move to make. Now, the other side of...
2: Hang on, hang on, hang on. You, you Surprise!
1: Service. Church linting.
0: <laughs> Don't say that. Exactly. So, you know, I think that it's important to look at what are we trying to change and why. So there's a lot of times we want to match things up to make it easier. We also want our partners to be healthier. Um, and and honestly, sometimes our partner needs help in certain areas. And if they're open to that, great. Like some men aren't good at dressing themselves. If they're, if they're (laughs) open to us helping them out with that, then awesome. Now, if they're really closed off and they find that offensive, then that's where a problem is going to happen.
1: Do you think it's also how you address this though, without saying from a partner going, I think you should get, I mean, I I was going to say a physical change, but maybe it's the way that you actually offer up
0: the potential change. Because we can say you're a really crappy dresser and you look like a fool and and you must (laughs) have all your life before I met you. Or we can say, look, I noticed that sometimes we go places and you have a certain style that you like to dress and I worry that's not matching the occasion. So I'm wondering if you might be open to me helping out. I love your, your uh, we, I love reiterating some of your, I wonder. I notice, I notice, I worry, I wonder. I notice,
1: I worry, I wonder. I wonder. Can we just go through, because I, I always love when you say this, and I've really been trying to implement it in my everyday life.
0: Absolutely. This helps us with everything. So this helps me a lot in communication. So it's a way of phrasing something just like that. I notice stating the problem, I worry why this is a problem, and then I wonder about how we might collaborate to make it better. So this acknowledges that there's a problem and helps somebody think about it in an open way without getting them up in defense. So, just like I stated it, right, I I notice that you have a certain style of dress that's pervasive across all situations, whatever.
1: (laughs) That means I notice
0: you wear cargo shorts all the time. Or board shorts, right. Board shorts. So, So, I worry that this might be limiting you in certain situations that this might be, um, you know, whatever problem you think it's causing, or, or maybe you could state a value there. I really value kind of like the fashion and and fitting the occasion with a tire. That's something I really like and, and something that I've been noticing. So I wonder if you might be open to my thoughts on that or, um, me helping out or going shopping. I would love to pick things out for you. How do you feel about that? And mm. kind of assessing their openness. I
1: think that's really like a really nice way to do it without being antagonistic. We should use that a lot more often.
0: It's mm. Mm. very mm-hmm. good. I notice,
2: I worry, I wonder.
1: I notice you shouldn't, I notice you're not eating very many vegetables. I worry you're going to get scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we can fix that. <laughs> right, right. I know
2: what I'm having for dinner tonight.
1: <laughs> we are going to eat a big bowl of vegetables. <laughs> that's uh, right.
0: And... Oh. And you know, I think that the dangerous side of, of wanting to change our partner is that we might be wanting to change them and into somebody who they're actually not. So mm-hmm. that's something to consider. You know, sometimes we can be really picky or sometimes we have values that aren't being met in a relationship and do we really want to hold on to the belief that we can change our partner? Because I think at the very basic level, we cannot. We've got to look at who they are and what they represent and and see search within ourselves. Is that going to be enough to meet my needs? And if, if the answer is yes, then that tells us something very important. If the answer is no, we need to examine why and the realistic side of can we change that? And is that fair?
1: Yeah, there's a difference between saying I don't like you wearing shoes with zippers. Let's change that. And <laughs> yeah. I think you need a new career. And I don't like your I don't know. And you hobbies. you don't hobbies exactly. Or you don't want to have babies, but I do, and we're going to change that. So exactly. I suppose that's a big question. Please don't wear shoes with zippers if you're out there. Yeah. <laughs> I notice, Trevor. <laughs> uh, Trevor with your zipper shoes take it to the cleaners you don't you shouldn't be wearing them
2: take them off get some trousers
1: yeah uh, shoes with zippers they're for only over 70s and even then don't wear them thank you dr Lindsay beerer we love talking with you and uh if you have a question you would like us to include in an upcoming episode maybe you've got a problem a scenario a thought something else
2: please write in let us know
1: please visit the website Get involved, and I know that Dr. Lindsay Beer will have all the correct answers. If you want to get in touch with Dr. Lindsay, she has, uh, well, you're available for personal consultations. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. Consultations and coaching. And there's also a really great exercise to do. It's called a values assessment. So that's something that I help out with. If you're really trying to make that big decision about, is this right? Or should I be trying something else? It's really important to get in touch with your values so you can match your behaviors to them. So check out my website. www.drlindsaybira.com l-i-n-d-s-a-y-b-i-r-a and we can talk about it
1: please let's do it now jump in thanks Lindsay thank you as my dad would say she's a top bird
2: she's a top egg
1: she's a bloody top bird and she had so many wise words Mm, mm. it's a deal breaker it's a deal breaker
2: that was obviously at the top of that little segment
1: 30 rock 30 rock Classic. I feel like you could get a quote from 30 Rock for every... Like Seinfeld. Every yep. life situation. Yep. I want to go back and binge. 30 I feel Rock. Like, yeah, I feel like that's what we're going to do tonight now.
2: It's on Netflix, isn't it? Mm,
1: I, I don't think so. Oh, I think it... Do you want to challenge me on this shit? All
2: right. Google it. Go on.
1: Hold the line. Yeah, you were wrong. It's
2: Amazon Prime. I knew it was one of the ones that we had.
1: Uh, it's a great show. Yep. If you haven't watched, if you're looking for a binge... This is not part of the show. Well, this is part of the show, clearly, because it is. But I
2: fucking love that show so We much. should add, this show is not sponsored by Seinfeld, nor 30 Rock.
1: But if Amazon wants to sponsor If Amazon
2: us, Prime wants to just get in touch. We are so available
1: alone. for sponsorship from <laughs> Amazon. Because we do spend a lot of money. And I have... How many times have I accidentally renewed Prime? Uh,
2: I think it's twice now. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. I don't know. Oh, I, f-
2: oh, I forgot. Oh, was that date? Oh, I forgot. Oh There's, hey we've got it now they are
1: so clever and now it, like just listen to this people yeah alright here we go because we've paid whatever it is £60 yep. for Amazon Prime and we've left it too long and yep. we use the word we it's me Yeah, uh, and I then go well we'll just buy everything on Amazon Prime Yeah. So I know I purposely pick things that are on Prime because I'm like, well, I can get it tomorrow. Yeah. But sometimes the things are a little bit more expensive than the things that you'd have to wait for for 2 days.
2: They have sucked you in and bled you dry. Oh,
1: so sucked in. Yeah. But I do love that you can Maybe watch
2: that's what I'd change about you. Your Amazon Prime subscription status. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't say that if we want them to sponsor the show. We
1: love you Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there, I think, you know, thinking about, should I say think a few more times? Go on. Think. The idea that as a couple you evolve, and I know Alicia and Rich, the couple from, I don't know how long we've been together.
2: Married eight years.
1: (laughs) No one's going to get that.
2: No one. Maybe. Do, do Do we mention it in an upcoming episode?
1: Well, we've done an episode oh, we've done on the episode. Bride Chiller podcast yeah, where we right. tell a quick story just briefly that I said to Rich, We've been married for eight years in a very casual way. When actually, I meant to say we've been together for eight years.
2: Even though we'd only been together six
1: years. Fine. It feels like eight years. <laughs> what? In a nice way. In a, oh,
2: in a good way. All right, good.
1: And <laughs> the idea that now it's become like a bit of an in-joke with the Bridechiller community that we always say, yeah, but we've been married for eight years, but we actually just celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary. So give
2: it four years and then we can say that.
1: Yeah, but I think it's nice because yeah. I'm looking to the future. Correct. However, I think Alicia and Rich that met each other on Facebook in 2009 mm. are still the same people as the ones that are sitting in our kitchen right now, but We've evolved.
2: We've evolved.
1: And I think we've become quite good at saying, hey, that annoys me. Or, hey, do you think we could change this together?
2: And the great thing is we're still Botox free.
1: We're still Botox free, but we are whitening our teeth. Mm. This is the thing. And I said this in the promo, if you've heard the significant other promo that we recorded. I think there is a level of honesty amongst couples that need to be had because no one else is going to tell you this shit we don't want to be brown teeth people (laughs) you know and we do live in england and no disrespect to the british but you've got awful teeth as a community
2: as a general rule
1: i can't i don't really know why yeah i don't know but if you lined up 10 brits in a row and you lined up 10 americans and 10 australians Mm. i would put all of our savings which is not very much money on the fact that the Aussies and the Americans have better teeth.
2: Yeah. Although, I'm, I'm trying to think of my English friends, And most of them have pretty good teeth.
1: Well, okay. Maybe I'm perpetuating a myth. But I do get on the tube in the morning.
2: And you sort of look around and go, oh, brown teeth everywhere.
1: So I ordered some teeth whitening strips.
2: From America? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and whenever Amazon we, Prime? Whenever we... They were. They were, yeah. Of course uh, they were. Whenever we play the PS4, because Rich and I, in our off time, one of the things that we do to relax is together we play games. And we only have one, what's that called, handset. Yeah. And But we switch it back and forth. So we play together. And we like to shoot things. Yeah. But that's on a screen. <laughs> not in real life.
2: <laughs> Call off the cops. It's on a screen.
1: And we're playing at the moment the game with Nathan Drake.
2: Can you remember the name of the game?
1: It's just the Nathan Drake game. Come on, mate. It's called... It's
2: called, It starts with U.
1: Uncharted.
2: Uncharted 4.
1: For... And when we play the PS4, I say to Rich, let's put some... This is like Pavlov's dog. I now associate the PS4 oh, with I... us, wear, us wearing the teeth whitening.
2: I hadn't. I hadn't made that link, but now I will. Thank you very much.
1: Well, that's what we're about to go and do.
2: Okay, fine.
1: Because I don't want to be the couple, and this is again going back to appearance, but to say if we can wear a teeth whitening strip once a week just to keep the pearly whites white and not be, fall into the brown teeth category, how is that a bad thing?
2: I don't know. Just keep brushing them and stuff no, and that's fine.
1: it's not about brushing. <laughs> Brushing's not going to fix anything.
2: <sighs>
1: don't be exhausted. Embrace it. I'm here to help.
2: She's here to help
1: If you have a question, if you have a theme suggestion, if you have... A comment on something you've heard. If you want to give us feedback. Because what I love about our Bride Chiller community with the other podcast is how vivacious and outspoken they are with opinions and feedback. And we love hearing from you. And we don't want you to be shy. Don't be shy. So... We, because this is new, we haven't played many voice messages. We're getting a few through. We've been getting some lovely feedback on last episode, last week's episode, our very first episode, so thank you for that. Um, But we wanted to say if you want to leave a voice message, all you need to do is go to significantothershow.com and there's a little voicemail box there where you can basically hit record and leave us a voice message and we shall play it on an upcoming episode
2: and just to uh, tease next week's episode do not send us a dick pic (laughs) if you take it, fine send it to someone else
1: don't snapchat me your cock because I don't care for it (laughs) we are doing a whole episode about the male infatuation with sending pictures of their penises to other people I don't get it
2: we'll explore more next week
1: Literally. Thank you so much for listening, our dear friends. This is so fun. Thank you, husband, for sitting across from me.
2: Oh, it's all right, I suppose.
1: I need a vodka soda.
2: Let's go get one. It's only 11 (laughs) a.m.
1: Can you have a vodka soda and use the teeth whitening strips at the same time?
2: No, maybe that's a way I can get you not to use them.
1: Mm. I think we should test that out.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: Because they say that you can have water while you're doing it. Really? Yeah. And... Basically, vodka soda is a clear liquid. Yeah.
2: All right. Now comes the <laughs> rationalizer. Yeah. And actually, because it's and then there's you can you, it's fine.
1: I like vodka because it doesn't stain your teeth. Yeah. And it feels nice.
2: <laughs> On that bombshell.
1: Yeah. If you also just I have to do a plug for the other show. If you are, have found significant other, and you know someone, maybe you don't know what I do. Why would you? I produce another show called The Bride Chiller Podcast, and it's all about wedding planning, bullshit-free wedding planning. So if you are planning a wedding, if you're thinking about getting engaged, or you know someone that does, head over. Head over.
2: Head over. sounds like
1: I've had a couple of vodkas already.
2: She's half a vodka and soda in already. I
1: wish I was. Thebridechiller.com is where you find out more information. Tell a friend.
2: Tell a friend, and listen to the latest episode, and go from there.
1: Good. Thank you so much for your support. I love you.
0: Like the show? Want to leave us a voicemail, iTunes review, or donation? Visit significantothershow.com to get in touch.